Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am Rayanne Mullins, your host, and I am very happy to have you here today. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I think you know by now that I am the anti-diet coach. I have mentioned a million or so times that I don't like traditional diets. And today I want to talk a little more about about that and why I don't really like them and why I think restriction is not a useful tool for weight loss. Today as a little bit of a rant, and I'll be repeating myself from past podcasts and Facebook lives if you listen to me there, but I, I just really need to get this off of my chest again or more. I have been talking to more and more people just in the last few weeks, and it always surprises me how much people really don't understand. They really don't understand nutrition or fitness, and it's not really their fault because there are way too many different opinions and Instagram stars and people out there that are promoting incorrect information or at least contradictory information. So it's understandable that people are confused about what, you know, is healthy and what's not healthy and what works and what doesn't work. It's it's really not that surprising, but at the same time I get shocked at some of the things that people still think to be true. So let me define diet and what I'm really talking about. I mean any eating plan that has strict rules about eating a certain low amount of food or taking out food groups or any plan that makes you buy their food. And I'm going to go ahead and name a few that I'm just not a big fan of. And it, it just is what it is. So keto, paleo, Atkins, basically anything really low carb or no carb, the DASH diet, the AIP diet, which is useful in some cases, but, and then things like Octavia, Nutrisystem, any of those programs to me are not appropriate. Okay. And many of these are similar to one another, but you get what I'm saying, right? These like these named diets, that is what I am not a fan of. Now, first and foremost, the reason I don't like the idea of dieting is that I kind of think it's sad that people are always feeling like they aren't good enough. It's totally, totally fine to want to lose weight, to get healthier and to feel better. But I think it's sad that so many people want to lose weight to gain love or to gain attention just for their looks. I truly believe that you can love your body and yourself before and during a weight loss phase. But please, please, please don't try to lose weight only to look better and to be accepted by others. These are not good reasons to want to lose weight. Second, when you spend a lot of time, and some people can't even remember 
a time that they weren't dieting, right? When you spend many, many years living on a diet or in restriction, you will have a very hard time losing weight. And when you continue to restrict, you will just keep digging the hole deeper and deeper and deeper. Dieting typically means restricting or taking away food or reducing food, aka eating less. So restriction creates a desire to cheat or to find other ways to get what you want. Restriction is what will backfire every time. Restriction will keep you in the diet cycle. Okay, and what I mean by restriction is going to create a desire to cheat is it's like it's like somebody trying to quit smoking and you light a cigarette and put it in front of their face. Like, that's so hard, right? Like, they're not supposed to have it and it's right there. So, of course, they're going to want it. Or it's like telling a little kid that they can't play with the toy that you play, put right in front of them. It's like, you know, food is everywhere. Food is everywhere. And learning to eat what's right for you is better than just restricting and saying you can't have it or you, you know, because that's just going to make you want it more. It's just the human nature to want something they're not supposed to have. Okay. And in case you're not sure, you know, what I mean by the word restriction, and this is what I mean. I mean, when you try to eat less or avoid foods that you love. Okay. Many people are under the impression that they have to give up their favorite foods or that they can only eat a little bit so that they can lose weight. And when that only works for a short time, because it might, you know, if you go from eating a lot to reducing what you eat, you're probably going to lose weight, right? It'll work for a short time, but only for a short time. So if it stops working, people get confused and then they think, well, crap, I have to restrict even more. I have to eat less and less. This constant restriction and reduction of food is why your body won't let go of weight or fat. Okay, it's scared. Your body is literally in a scared state. So it's locking down your cells to hold on to the energy that they do get. And they're not releasing it because it's not sure it's going to get more. Restriction can lead to binging because we can only stay away from our favorite foods for as long, you know, for, for so long. It's like you can avoid something, you know, maybe you can white knuckle it through like a week or so. But after that, your willpower will start to decrease. And next thing you know, you're mowing down a giant burger, some fries with extra, you know, ranch to dip them in. Oh, and what the hell? While you're at it, you might as well eat a pint of ice cream and down a bottle of wine, you know? But you think, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Because tomorrow I will be good. I will. I promise I'll be good. I'll be a good girl. I'll do better tomorrow. I'll start over and try really hard next time. Right? So this totally makes me want to scream, by the way. But the funny thing is that I used to live this way too. At the biggest point, heaviest point in my life is when I was focused on dieting. I was constantly thinking about dieting and how I could do better and eat better and eat less and get smaller and smaller. I would be really good and behaved all week, right? But I would totally let loose on the weekends just to start over again on Monday. This restriction all week led to massive amounts of food on the weekend, right? So basically, I was still eating way too much overall. Our body has no idea if it's Monday or Saturday. So the weekend eating does count, okay? So many people just don't realize that under eating – Okay, restricting, eating less, 
actually creates overeating later. That's why I'm not a fan of reducing calories too low or restricting or following strict diets. It's a recipe for disaster. I'm telling you. Okay. Restriction can also be over-exercising. Okay. So it's not really the exact same thing because you don't restrict from exercise, You are, but you're using, um, you know, exercise kind of like eating less. So you may think I eat too much food or a forbidden food. Therefore I need to exercise it off or I need to exercise to earn it. This is also not helpful because too much exercise is just as bad as too little exercise. And if you're not eating enough, adding more and more exercise is only making the problem worse. Okay, eating poorly and then thinking you can exercise it off is not a healthy way to live and it certainly will not get you the figure the figure that you desire. So I especially especially dislike products that promise weight loss. Gummies, drinks, pills, potions, lotions, etc. This only exasperates the situation. Not only are you being told to eat less, but now you're being told to eat this magic gummy that, by the way, probably costs a lot. It'll shrink your thighs and reduce your belly fat. And hey, if you believe that, I have a bridge to sell you. Okay, sure, you can use supplements to help aid you some, okay, but to rely on magical pills and potions is only going to disappoint you, okay? Now, I'll tell you, I do promote protein powder and I do believe in taking supplements such as vitamins and I do believe in using essential oils to help with stress reduction, which helps, you know, can also help with eating issues and sleep. But I don't believe in any product that promises you to burn fat or to make you a super athlete or to make you lose weight overnight. It just It's just not real, okay? And I know I have some people here listening to this that sell these products. And I am really sorry if this offends you, but honestly, I'm feeling a little offended that super smart people are still falling victim to marketing schemes and lies. If it was really true that there's some magic pill or gummy or drink, don't you think like everyone in the world would be on it and there wouldn't even be an obesity problem anymore? You know, like I always think about Oprah Winfrey, like the woman who has tried everything, right? And like if there really was some magic thing, I think that she would be doing it and it would be working perfectly and we would all know about it, right? I mean, and clearly that is not happening considering the obesity rate is at a very, very high level. So it also drives me a little crazy that people will spend hundreds of dollars on products and um, gimmicks that don't work. But when they check out working with a coach, they think it's way too expensive, right? Or it'll take way too long. So instead, they continue to waste their money that could be used towards something much more helpful, okay? Having a coach or a partner or someone to hold you accountable and teach you is worth so much more than a bunch of products that will fail you and probably end up in your trash can anyway. I had a conversation recently with a woman who told me that she hates herself because she has never weighed so much in her life. She literally hates herself because of a number on the scale. 
Okay. And by the way, this woman is successful. She has a great business. She has a, a wonderful family. She has so like from the outside, like she's like this perfect specimen of a woman on so many levels. And she hates herself because she's never weighed so much. Okay. That is, that's just sad. But she then told me that she's doing this trendy diet right now that has prepackaged foods and bars. She says it really works when she stays on it. But she also admitted that when she stops it, she gains weight back almost immediately. So every time she wants to get ready for an event or go on a vacation or she has to dress up for something, she restarts this plan just so she can lose the same 15 pounds again each time. Okay. And she said, this is what got me. Then she said that she has such horrible gas when she's following this plan that she's sometimes afraid to leave her house. I'm over here going, um, what? <laughs> what? So you want to eat this crappy food that is creating horrible gas so much so that you don't want to leave your house? Like, what is the point then? I'm so confused about this. Like, why, why, why? Would you want to put yourself in this situation? Why eat food that is clearly not good for you and causing you so much upset that you can't leave your house? Why wouldn't you want to find a better way? Why do people care so little about themselves that they keep punishing their body? Okay. And I don't want to sound like I'm belittling this woman who told me this. In fact, I am on her side. And I feel bad that she can't see her value and worth outside of what her scale says. It truly makes me sad that so many people, mostly women that I speak with, feel so unworthy and have such a meaningless life just because of this, their size or their shape. We have a really big problem on our hands and it's not obesity. It's our mental health. And I just want to say that you know, so many of these programs are based around just eating very few calories. And yes, you do need to eat a deficit of calories, meaning you need to burn more calories than you bring in to lose weight. It, that's just a true thing. But there is a fine line. If the calorie deficit is too great, your body will fight back. This can lower your metabolism and create many other issues in your body. I know that I've mentioned this many times before, okay, and but it is serious, and I'm going to continue repeating this, and I hope that one day that people will start listening to that and truly taking it to heart and really thinking about a new way, a better way. So, so you can remember that there is a better way. There really is. It's called moderation. It's called balance. It's called nourishing your body, not restricting or punishing it. Life is so short, my friends. I mean, I cannot believe I'm at this point in my life. I, I, I mean, the other day I'm sitting there looking at my kids going like, what happened? Like, how am I here? Like, how am I at this point in my life where I no longer have parents? My, both of my parents have passed. I have like kids, going to be a senior and one in college. And I'm like, where did time go? Right? Like, life is so short. Is it really worth spending all of our life and energy constantly just worrying about what size of pants we wear, right? I mean, and does that mean you should be eating donuts and drinking yourself silly every day? No, like totally not. But living in hate of yourself and feeding your body food that is not really food, you know, in some cases, 
just to look better for other people, this seems totally insane to me, really. And I feel like I can say that because I've lived that, you know, I've been there and I love being on the other side of it. I really do. So I admit that right now I've been following a muscle building eating plan. Okay. But I need to be clear. It is not a diet. I eat whatever I desire in moderation and with strategy. In fact, I'm eating a little bit more than I even desire just to see what I can do. Okay. I'm eating more food than I have in years. And I cannot tell you the amount of energy I have and how much happier I am mentally. I've even had like so many people ask me what I'm doing different because I seem so happy and bright and in a great mood, which, which on one hand, I'm like, well, I didn't seem like that before. <laughs> I totally think I'm always happy and bright and positive. But like people are said, I had someone actually say to me, like, you always seem in a good mood and happy, but there's just something different about you. And I'm like, oh, it's because I'm eating. <laughs> I'm eating so much food. And and the funny thing is, I think I mentioned it either last week or the week before that I didn't even understand that I was under eating until I started eating more. Okay. I mean, I've been talking about not under eating for a really long time. Meanwhile, I was, and here I am eating so much more. Okay. I'm probably eating double the amount of food than my husband in a day. Okay. And at first that was really weird. You know, it really, it was a mindset shift thing. It was like, well, I mean, am I like some big pig now that I can eat more than my husband? And no, I mean, at first I felt weird about it, but now I see that actually he could be eating more too. Okay. We all deserve to fuel our body and feel good. Okay. Oh, and by the way, I did a podcast episode about nutrition levels and how I think being a good solid level one is critical before you try any special types of nutrition plans um, or programs. So if you haven't listened, it's episode 46. Okay. And so the reason I bring that up is because right now the program or plan that I'm following um, is more of a level two, a level two. Okay. So level one, I just quick review is any, is just learning the basics. Okay. Getting down some really good, solid nutrition habits first before you start looking into higher level um, programs. And so, you know, this is what I do for a living. And so part of what I do is experiment so that I can learn and learn from it and teach you as well. So anyway, I just wanted to remind you that that episode is out there. If you haven't listened to it, that's episode 46, Nutrition Levels. Okay, back to restriction. So restriction is not the answer. Fueling your body with nutrient-dense foods is the answer. Okay, and guess what? It's okay to have fun foods too. No food should be off limits. Okay, well, and I'm going to say that some foods may need to be off limits, maybe due to allergies or intolerances. Okay, remember I just recently did a gluten episode. So if you need to listen to that, that would be good. So, um, you know, of course there's people that want to be vegetarians for their own reasons. That's fine. There's people that, you know, don't eat gluten like me or dairy or eggs or, um, you know, animals, whatever. And that's fine. There are some reasons maybe to do that. But my point is you shouldn't have to take out carbohydrates. You shouldn't have to take out protein. You shouldn't have to take out fat. You shouldn't have to take out anything. You should never make food off limits. Okay. So when you start to realize that there is no good 
or bad foods, you will start to look at food differently. Okay. When you realize no food is off limits, you no longer like want to binge. Okay. You know why? Because it no longer has this, this illusion about it. It's no longer this like off limit, like amazing thing, right? It's, it's something that you can't touch. Like you can have it. If you start to let yourself self eat anything you want and you're just really watching the amount and the combination with it, you'll start to really appreciate food for what it is and you'll enjoy it more. Okay. No more hiding in the car, scarfing down French fries or candy bars. Okay. Like seriously, that is my favorite thing about food now and even eating more food. Like I remember days where, and and maybe this is you, this is a lot of people. I remember the days when I would try to eat really good all day so that I could eat a big dinner at night with my family. And it was like, I would skimp all day just so that I could eat most of my calories at night with my family or have treats or do something. But really all that was doing was creating um, more like uh, more desire for food. I would be starving all day and then I'd end up overeating at night or end up eating things that really weren't the best for me. Whereas if you just eat better, meaning like eating the things you enjoy and feel good eating and, and really like and fill up throughout the day, you're not spending the whole night gorging yourself. Okay. So if you're here listening to this, please, please, please just consider eating the food that you want. Okay. At first it might feel weird if you're used to dieting. Okay. You might, you might feel a little weird eating a bun on your hamburger, but I promise if you eat a bun on your hamburger or eat your hamburger on a bun rather, I, you're going to feel so much more satisfied and filled up that you're not going to overeat other things. You know, you're not going to spend a lot of time like eating other things just to fill up. It's like, if you want a hamburger with a bun, eat the hamburger with the bun, enjoy it, fill up on it. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll eat less fries that way. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So at first it'll feel weird. Okay. Especially like I was saying, especially if you've always restricted, but soon you'll find yourself not even wanting the foods that you used to think of as a special food or a treat food. Pretty soon you'll start craving salads and craving roasted vegetables with a really good lean piece of meat. Okay. Or protein. It's amazing. And it's not that hard if you will just let go of the idea of dieting and restriction. Okay. I know that people love to spread the news when they're successful at something and this is normal and a good thing. So of course we want to know what our friend is doing when they're happy and looking great. And of course they are proud and want to share the problem though, with listening to everyone around you with a success story is that each person may have a different approach. And we have to remember that we are all different. We are all made up from different genes, backgrounds, and lifestyles. What works wonders for one person may not work for another. So every time you find out what your neighbor is doing to lose weight, you may switch what you're doing to match what they're doing. But what if it's not the best thing for you? And then, oh, wait, next week you follow somebody else. If you're constantly hopping one strategy to the next, you're just creating more and more of a problem. And it's, you know, not only are you not being consistent, but you're just constantly, um, you know, restricting your body just more and more. So that is why I don't like promoting a specific diet. Okay. I believe 100% in moderation and balancing your meals, balance your meals among the three major macronutrient groups, protein, carbs, and fat. 
And when you balance your meals, change your thinking about foods being off limits, and relaxing your expectations of yourself, you'll be surprised at how much happiness and vitality that you can create. So here are just some questions I want you to ask yourself, okay? If you are somebody who maybe wants to lose some weight or feels like you're constantly trying to lose weight, I just want you to stop and consider these questions, okay? Some of them will make sense and some will be like me, but just hear me out. Okay, so how long, these are the questions you're going to ask yourself, okay? So how long have I been trying to lose weight? Would I be willing to stop trying to lose weight and focus just on creating balance in my body and in my meals? Where am I restricting too much? Am I skipping meals? Am I eating like a bird when I do eat? How can I fill up my meals to feel more satisfied? Who would I be if I did lose weight? How would my life improve? Or would my life improve? Could I continue to live how I am now and be a happy person? Could I learn to love myself now while learning to fuel my body better? Can I be brave enough to not focus on losing weight? Can I be brave enough to treat my body better even if it doesn't lead to weight loss? Can I be brave enough to aim for feeling good and not a number on the scale? Okay, so those questions, you know, I don't want to repeat them, but what I'll do is I'll put them in the show notes. So if you need like to journal, those are some great questions to ask yourself to find out is, is weight loss really what you need or do you just really need to fuel your body better? So I leave you today with this thought. If you want to look better and feel better, you need to stop treating your body poorly. Restricting food, skipping meals, eating processed diet foods, taking too many useless supplements, talking down to yourself, criticizing your body, uh, drinking too much alcohol on the weekends, drinking too much caffeine to avoid eating, staying up too late, over-exercising or maybe under-exercising. These are all not great for your body. Instead, try to determine what feels better. What feels good to you? I know personally, I feel so good when I fuel my body and eat more better foods. It's not, it's not just about like eating more. It's about good quality food that truly nourishes me. I also feel best when I get two days of rest each week. You don't have to work out seven days a week. And it's so important to recover and let your body heal. I feel good when I move more, okay, like stand more, walk more, less sitting. I also feel great when I get to sleep eight full hours. And right now I have a puppy and that's just rough (laughs) because I'm not getting eight full hours. But these are all the things that will improve your health and your quality of life. Not following a three-month strict plan that makes your stomach hurt and makes you bite everyone's head off, okay? So I've been investing more into my education in the last um, really like year. I've really jumped into more education. I'm learning more and more. I'm just so curious about other areas of health and well-being and nutrition, not just weight loss. So I've completed a thyroid course so that I can work with people who are hypothyroid. And I'm currently taking a course in stress management so that I can help people come up with better strategies around sleep and stress. 
So if you are ready to stop chasing after the same 10 to 20 weight, you know, pound weight loss, and you're ready to start feeling energized and truly happy, like truly happy from the inside out, I'd love to talk to you. My goal as a coach is to help you get balanced, okay? Get balanced first. Then, and only then, we will start to create a plan together to help you lose weight and or inches if that is truly what you need or what you want to do. Thank you so much for being here today. And as a reminder, I am putting together a new membership program, but I'm not completely finished with the product. So I have a survey in the show notes. If you've not completed the survey, would you please do that for me? It's like the sooner I get the information of what people would like to see, the sooner I can get this going. And I think you might like it. I hope you have a great rest of the week and I'll catch you back next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.